quite a while. But no matter what happens next, the galaxy still needs its guardians. Welcome into Box Office Quarterbacks Special Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 Holiday Special, whatever you want to call it. Uh, guys, I'm happy that we delayed our holiday special episode because it worked out perfectly because now we get to talk about the trailer too. Yeah, it was a unexpected trailer, even though there have been some um, tremblings of rumors over the past few days. Um, and I know in the group chat we even mentioned, I think someone said that it should have been a post credit scene. But to me, I, I kind of like it better as something you drop a few days after. See, and, and I'm a little biased because I didn't know there was going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer. I'm not a big fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sorry, I'm probably going to make a couple of enemies as a result. But, you know, too late. I'm part of the, I'm part of the box office QBs now. No take backs. <laughs> oh. He's been excommunicated. Well, he anyway, just watched the trailer, like, 20 seconds before we started <laughs> i did so you you give your 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 reaction first ahmed you literally just watched it it's it's interesting i'm there's a lot of uh silent takes it seems and a lot of emotion that's kind of being evoked from the viewer so i'm curious what they do and you know as someone who is not a fan of the franchise i will say the guardians of the galaxy series uh, predecessors they have a great way of evoking emotion even you know we don't really see yondu uh who is uh peter quill's father canonically as much you do kind of see that there is a love and so there is always that emotion and so i think that's credit to whoever the director james gunn uh the writers that they are given a lot of credit so hopefully guardians of the galaxy 3 will make me kind of turn over if Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 didn't already. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite of you. I would still rank the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie in my top five MCU movies. It, I think it was the first MCU movie I saw twice in theaters. I love it. I love the soundtrack. I love, like, the heart at the center of it. Like, we've grown with these characters over two movies now and their appearances in the Avengers movies it's going to be really hard to say goodbye to them. And the trailer just really hits you in the heart. Like you, it looks like this is going to be Rocket's story. And we're going to find out where he came from, from the high evolutionary and seeing him as a baby, just man melted my heart. And I'm really scared for him. I'm scared for Drax. Uh, I can't wait for it, but I'm terrified. I mean, I'm just wondering what they're going to do because I understand that they can end this series and this team of team. Um, but like you said, I think we're going to be losing out. Like Drax, we already know Dave Bautista's on his way out of this stuff. He doesn't want to do it any longer. Um, it seems like Chris Pratt is willing and ready if they need him to go. And then um, with it being Rocket's story, I mean, like you said, we got to worry about Rocket dying. Um, looking at it, maybe a team of Groot, Mantis, and uh, I believe Nebula, unless they, of course, get um, um, Gamora back for the permanence. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they'll kill her twice. Uh, you also get Adam Warlock in this trailer, too, played by mm -hmm. Will Poulter. And they, they've been teasing Adam Warlock for the last two movies. Like, you saw his pod in the collector's uh, 
headquarters in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and then in the post-credit of the second movie, you saw them hatching him finally. So it'll be cool to see that character on screen. I don't know much about Adam Warlock, but uh, he looks great for a character in the comics that is solid gold. And, <laughs> you know, it could have ended up looking pretty, pretty uh, dumb if they, you know, didn't watch it. But it looks great to me. And I really like his look. And I like the actor. Uh, the dude has had a glow up of sorts coming from We're the Millers, where he was the kid that was uh, bit in the penis by the tarantula. And here he is now. So uh, kudos to him, man. He is on a different level. It's but you know what, place. Jeff? <laughs> Gerald, grow up. <laughs> We've all gotten bitten bitten on the penis by a spider. All right. Get over it. By a tarantula. <laughs> yes. By a tarantula. Happens. <laughs> But you know what, Jeff? Uh, they Marvel has been throwing out so many cameos, and I've talked about this on more than one episode. I, I'm kind of just impatient with the cameos. I'm really just hoping that they can deliver with these cameos. I mean, I'm not trying to go off topic, but even the director of Blade has been changed more than once. So quit giving me the 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 the, the um. The teases. Show me the money. Show me what you're going to do with this. I think you are getting the money, though. I think because Adam Warlock is going to be a, a big part of the story. It's the the final movie of the trilogy. He is one of the most well-known members of the Guardians of the Galaxy or associated with them. So you're getting it. You're getting the gold money. Uh, you know... It's in there, Ahmed. It's going to be fucking raining money when it comes May. That's all I know. And after um, after playing the Guardians of the Galaxy game available on PS5 and Xbox Series X, um, <laughs> but after playing Full that, we should have a sponsor us. PS5, Sony, Marvel. <laughs> but um, anyway, after playing that game, he is a big part in that game. And... Um, I, I'm really excited to see what they do with him on screen with the little bit of time they have, because you obviously have more time in a video game than you do in a two hour movie. Um, but I want to see just kind of how his character comes in, where he's been the whole time. Um, I kind of have, a, I think he's going to turn, he's going to be like almost the main villain for a good portion of the movie before he decides yeah. to really help out the team. Um, but this is a guy that doesn't, he, he is an absolute. He, there is no gray area for him, and he is going to kill you if you're not listening to him. He's very powerful. He's kind of terrifying. So <laughs> excited to see what they do with this and see how his, the future of his character goes because if he does end up helping the team in the end and kind of seeing their side of it, he could be a, another one to go like heads up, head up to him, head to head with like a Captain Marvel type in a Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely coming back down the mm. line, and I think he'll be a part of the team probably after what happened. Um, anything else about the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer before we jump into the holiday special? Um, giving me more baby, rac baby rocket raccoon. Yes, goddamn. Um, I completely forgot about Grogu, Baby Yoda after that shit. I was like, all right, you're done. Get out of here. I want, I want all Baby Rocket from here on out. Are we are we over Groot now? Damn. We're, sorry, well, Groot. Groot's in his awkward 22-year-old stage. I don't know. It looks like they actually used Vin Diesel um, 
as a like body mold for him only they just like only doubled from here up like every because like he's really freaking huge right like he's a little top yeah. heavy he's looking weirdly buff yeah <laughs> that's top all i know lower body <laughs> slim no offense hey there's no leg day for for that group he's uh, that's for sure weirdly. he's <laughs> very like weirdly proportioned now proportioned. um yeah, I can't wait. Uh comes out in May for Gerald's birthday. So can't wait to see it. Uh, but before we get to that point, we have to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special that just dropped on Disney Plus last week. Uh, it's the second Disney special presentation that we've gotten. First one was Werewolf by Night a month ago. Uh, now we're getting this, and it's completely different uh, from even the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Uh, it's just a really self-contained, really just, what do I want to say? Whimsical kind of innocent thing seen through the eyes of Mantis and Drax, the most innocent kind of dumb characters in this franchise. And it's just really nice to see like a fish out of water story uh, with them in LA trying to kidnap Kevin Bacon for Peter Quill and his Christmas present back on uh, nowhere. It's, it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, I mean, it's what you expect from the guardians. I think it's just going to be a lot of fun, a lot of meta jokes. Um, the fact that he used a fucking Batman joke in there was hilarious. Um, I just, I love when Marvel does that. It's to me, it's petty. I don't know. I know they're all fine, probably friends, but it's funny. Um, and it was good to, and like you said, um, I think Ahmed actually said about the emotion stuff when it comes to these type of movies. And um, I want you guys to remember Disney does help produce this and Disney knows how to make some Christmas related stuff. Disney pretty much like they, they may screw up on a lot of shit, but like Christmas stuff, they do pretty damn well on. And I think it has a pretty good emotional story there um, with revealing that Mantis is canonically um, Peter Quill's little sister. And that's why she wants to make a good Christmas for him. See, and that that was something that I had a really hard time grasping just because I'm not an avid reader of the comics. I was kind of looking at it from a viewer's perspective where I'm just like, okay, clearly this is Disney using Christmas as a marketing ploy, like Coca-Cola and the whole Santa thing. But even that, why didn't Disney then, if they wanted to do do a Christmas special, why not introduce Santa as a canonical character? Just saying. That was I mean, a rumor. That was a rumor. It, was it really? It was. They. Everyone thought Mark Hamill was going to be playing Santa in this. And Dude, there was Mark a guy Hamill. at the end of the special. There was a guy at the end of the special that looks a lot like Mark Hamill in a, in a Santa Claus hat. And you can go back and look at it. And I'll put the video up right now like while the viewers are watching it. If you think it's him, tell us in the comments. But who knows? I would have liked that, too. I would have liked that, Dude, too. Mark yeah. Hamill is King Midas. Everything he touches turns to gold. So I would have probably put my you know film critic hat to the side, seeing Mark Hamill as Santa Claus, and just appreciated it more. Sadly, I couldn't. And part of that maybe has to do with the fact that I'm not a Guardians of the Galaxy fan already. And so whenever they revealed that, you know, uh, Mantis is the sister of Peter. I just was like, wait a minute. 
how long have you known about this? Why oh, are you yeah. telling us now? You know what I mean? Well, then, and it just, it, go ahead, Gerald. Oh, no, I just, and, and I'm sure you're not the only one that does this because I was actually thinking about this. Cause I'm pretty sure it was a deleted scene um, from what I had saw on the internet the other day. Um, in the second movie, she does tell Peter in a deleted scene that she is his sister because his dad, ego, his father uh, did create her. So in a way they are half siblings. Um, it was never, I, I think that scene was deleted and I think it was implied pretty heavily because, you know, ego does mention that he creates her. And she, I think at one point she calls him something that sounds like dad, or I can't remember what it is. Um, or, but like, it's still heavily implied throughout it, which is why it was revealed. I think in this one, and then to me, I think that was a good way to reveal it, you know, especially yeah. if you're going to do this kind of thing where you have to, where you're using Christmas as a marketing ploy, at least give us a reason for it to make sense. Like, not just like, Oh, well, the guardians want to learn about Christmas and go on a field trip. Like, no, this one is a um, woman girl who is trying to come out and be like, I'm your sister and doing it in a sweet way that she sees as a sweet way because she was told that Peter Quill loved this special day. Yeah. And to I be thought fair, it was really sweet. I no, go ahead on it. I'm not, no, I'm not going to deny that. It was very charming, very adorable, a perfect Christmas special, uh, despite its faults. I'm not denying, you know, I'm not denying its ch its its charm for a holiday or as a holiday special, rather. Um, it was really charming, very sweet, very adorable. And I'm pretty sure, you know, if I was a avid comic fan, I could appreciate it more. But... I will even give to its credit, like Gerald said, if you're an avid Marvel Cinematic Universe fan like I am, you have to watch this movie. Otherwise, you won't appreciate some of the things that they th drop in there very subtly, albeit like the Easter eggs where you got Bucky's arm. You have – and unfortunately, none of the reviews mention this, but there's a scene where it's Kumail Nanjiani's poster yes. and it's at a Kingo's Christmas. Oh, nice. And it's like, oh, snap. Yeah, you guys know what I was wondering about. if you saw that. Like – yeah. I do want to. I of do want a Kingo's Christmas now. They yeah, should I definitely do, do that. I would love. I would have appreciated a Kingo's Christmas a lot more than this. And I'm sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy fans. I just love Kumail Nanjiani. And for those who haven't seen it, chip into me and Jeff's episode of uh, Welcome to Chip and yeah. Now on we Hulu. definitely showed our love for Kumail all throughout you, that that episode. That's for sure. Uh, I love how much yeah. like. Almost every Marvel thing since the Eternals has had some kind of Kingo joke and or like photo of him. And it's always a different photo. So I just love thinking <laughs> that they brought Kumail in for like eight hours one day and just had him wear a whole bunch of different clothes, taking little photos and stuff in different outfits for all these freaking movies he's been in since he's that'd been alive. That'd forever. be fucking hilarious. I would love to see that. He did not get that eight pack. He did not get that eight pack and those biceps. Yeah, he's, nothing. he's committed. Guys, he avoided eating. He he's was committed. committed. Yeah. Uh, so, some other stuff I did love. I loved Kevin Bacon. Uh, I do think he had the worst home security I've ever seen in my life, but uh, he was great. Uh, and yeah, Drax and Mantis getting like so excited over Christmas decorations and in, in Kevin Bacon's front yard, I thought was just hilarious. Uh, where Drax is like infatuated with that blow up uh, yeah, inflatable Oops. elf. I thought that was so funny. And uh, yeah, I loved Rocket getting the arm. I I thought this was a really sweet special. I think I'd probably like Werewolf by Night a little bit more. 
uh, as far as a special presentation goes. But yeah, this is this is nice. It was a nice, very sweet, uh, nice addition to this franchise. I would give it if we're ranking it. Sorry, Gerald. I'll just go into it, but I'll I'll give it uh, a starter. I would say a nice starter rating um one of my favorite gifts since we're talking about gifts is uh group getting a game boy because if you remember correctly he had a handheld device from about the 80s whenever last saw him i think it was right atari i don't remember what what it was off the top of my head and then um before that like peter had that tape cassette and we're just seeing them get like newer technology um but it's still like old technology from the world um there's also little parts about like how peter whenever um peter told him to send kevin bacon home he wasn't the one to sign up to take him back to Earth, his home planet. Um, I think that said a lot about his character and his unwillingness to still go to Earth, where his mother died. And that's the like, worst memory, um, despite having saved it and literally being back for the war. Like He got off that place as fast as possible and will not go back, even with his hero. Um, also, just like what turned to be a meta joke in the first movie about how Peter Quill was obsessed with Footloose and Kevin Bacon and even another meta joke in Infinity War turned into a whole plot of a movie. Like it, yeah. it really did. And Kevin Bacon, like the Kevin Bacon, they didn't like, he agreed to come onto this and that's hilarious. Like, could you imagine? Cause that makes me think that like Kevin Bacon saw the first guardians and was like, I have to be in here somehow. Find a way. Like, yeah, I, just I, read a, <laughs> I read an interview where he said he was just sitting in the theater watching it and then his name popped up and he didn't know. And he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> I, I loved it. Um, <clears throat> for what it is, I I think it's a high starter. I, yeah, I can't really call it an all-star. It's not the best thing ever. It is a little cheesy. Uh, Chris Pratt looks old and fat in this. Like He looks like he has a beer gut. Oh. Um, it's, it didn't look flat. He just looked like he really didn't want to be there half the time. I mean, I get it. I think he was trying to portray that he was depressed. Maybe that was good. But um, he just looked a little little beer gutty to me. It was weird. Um, I'm not sure if I'll ever get used to Groot's new form. I'm just not. Um, but Drax and uh, Mantis were great. I thought they were freaking fun. Um, seeing them at the bar and everything. Um, her using her powers to steal all that lady's money. Um, they, like you said, the theme, the scene with them, like every scene they had, um, up until they got back was funny and fun. When they got back, it started to get a little more emotional and stuff. Um, but, um, I, I just, I loved it. Yeah. What about you? Amin? I agree. I, I, I loved seeing, you know, Dave Bautista and, uh, I'm, I'm going to screw up her name, so I'm not even going to. Uh, attempt to pronounce it, but Palm, who plays Mantis, I liked that they got some screen time. And it's funny, Gerald, I I didn't pay any attention to how Chris Pratt looked. I was more focused on how Dave Bautista looked. I was like, man, Dave Bautista looks like he's put on some weight, but but not in a in an insulting way, but like a, he looks like he's comfortable. <laughs> like he's like, I'm, you know, hey. <laughs> like a like a. I could still beat your ass. Say say whatever you want about Shane, how I look. Strong, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> he's fat strong. You know what I mean? I would like 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 not like Brendan Fraser where he's happy fat. Dave Bautista's fat strong. You know I mean? <laughs> Gerald, don't look at me that way. <laughs> but, Sorry, Dave, if you're watching this. <laughs> Dave, we love you. Seriously, we really do. I, I don't mean this in a mean way. Um 
I, I love that they got to got some, they got to get some screen time because we never hear from them. And just from an actor's perspective, it's really nice that they got to have their chance. As far as rating, I'm I'm right there with you guys. I'm a starter because I would never watch this again except for the holiday season. And that's if I'm like, hey, you're a Marvel fan. You like Dave Bautista? Let me show you this. You know what I mean? But it, it's not on a rewatch factor. Not like other. I'm sorry to say this, but not like other Christmas films like F or A Christmas Story. Even. Yeah, I would say like the rewatchability is not really there just because it's 45 minutes long. And I don't know, I'm not going to put it on every Christmas. Like I'm going to go, you know, whatever, like Jingle All the Way or whatever movies I watch every single Christmas, Die Hard even. But uh, that's uh, that's kind of where I stand with it. Um, I'm excited for volume three. Uh I say give this a go if you're a fan of the fans fan of the franchise. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we get out of here? Follow us on TikTok. You know we don't Maybe. understand how to use it. I don't know. Uh, how to um, do like it. us on Facebook. I think that might be the only one that continues to survive. Maybe we'll Instagram. Ma- oh, Instagram's there. We like Instagram. I post oh, a yeah. bunch of memes and crap on there. So follow that one. You gotta follow. We have a Instagram. website though. That will never die. Boxofficeqbs.com. So you know what doesn't die? It well, as long as we keep paying the bill, it won't die. So uh, legends don't die. Legends never die. So (laughs) that's what we got. Uh, We'll be back next week. Me and Gerald are going to talk about Wednesday. Wednesday Adams, the Adams Family Show, who that me and him love very, very much. So we will be back to talk about that. I am Jeff. He's Ahmed. That's Gerald. We are box office quarterbacks. Like and subscribe. We will talk to you guys very, very soon.